0: Joe, do you remember when you and I got like just crazy excited for the Assassin's Creed movie?
1: Oh, how could I forget? I mean, you had an awesome looking trailer. You had the cast announcement, which looked actually solid, by the way, when you had uh, Michael Fassbender and Jeremy Irons. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, they've got some names attached to this.
0: Yeah. well. This and we, go had, well. we had Marion Cotillard, who I like to mm-hmm. call like Marion Collard Greens because I just can't pronounce her name. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I'd like
1: to point out that those trailers did win uh, at the golden trailer awards for best Ooh. trailer. It looks like.
0: Yeah, that's right. Cause they had some mm-hmm. Kanye mixed in there with the, yep. the leap of faith. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they, the hype machine. Oh, it was, was
1: real. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they definitely had it right. And, and this, so and I'm not even going to link to this cause no one needs to read my old uh, uh, my old blog that he used to keep up. Mm-mm. But I actually wrote this thing, this article on like ten reasons why the Assassin's Creed movie should be okay.
1: <laughs> why it <laughs> should be okay. It, Ooh. It, 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 yeah
0: that that aged like a fine American cheese, let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> or like a craft single. <laughs> oh
1: it's been left out in the sun.
0: for oh, so roughly
1: that. three minutes.
0: Well, it, here here's the thing, okay? Like the building blocks for this movie being legit were there. Like you've got Ubisoft that retained creative control over many aspects of the movie itself. Like that was the only reason why they said we agree to do this because we're going to keep, you know, we're going to keep hold of the reins pretty tight here. And then when I saw the finished product, I said those reins must have been attached to a different horse because you because you guys were not riding this one.
1: No, no, they weren't. Um, and that's what really is damning about the whole thing is that there are so many like key elements that could have been done so well, and like they even started to do them very well in the movie, and they just flat out fucking fell apart <laughs> so quickly. Um, mm. One thing that it does, like another movie that fell apart incredibly quickly to the point where I think the lead actor's only thing he liked about the movie was the fact that he met his wife on the set, and that is Green Lantern. Um, <laughs> one thing that Green Lantern does terribly, other, like, other than its CGI and plot, um, is uh, the fact that they spend so much time on both Oa and Earth that you don't really get a good foot in either story. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with the animus past and outside of the animus present is they try spending half the movie in half the movie out and it doesn't work because you can't really attach to either story very well where they should have really gone with um, basically the formula for the first game where you're outside of the animus for maybe 10, 15% of that game. And then mm-hmm. most of it, you're inside exploring and doing shit, where that's really all you needed. Um, you needed like a like an op- like an opening part of the movie, basically revealing the plot of what's trying to happen. A mid part where he comes out um, to basically say like, "Oh, we're this much closer. You're going back in because we're going to find it now." And then a very end of the movie uh, where they could even do it for a cliffhanger, like, "Hey, we found it. It's going to be ours soon." And then boom, movie's done. Uh, sets up for a sequel. Uh, they just spend so much more time in between those scenes um, with um, with our assassin. And I think, what's the time period here? It's um, oh,
0: it's Spanish. Uh, is it Spanish Inquisition time? Inquisition. Yeah, no one expected it.
1: No one expected it, and then it just <laughs> happened with Aguilar. Um,
0: yeah, Aguilar de Nerja. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wh- which is which... that another
1: eagle reference? Is that another bird thing?
0: Ooh, you know what? I have to think about that because I I don't know if Aguilar is a A bird of prey translation um yeah i'll have to look into that one because i since it wasn't part of the main series um the the movie obviously didn't have nearly as much
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know stuff behind it but if i had to bet on this oh i would i would it has to be just looked it up it's eagle it is eagle Eagle. okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say it had to be eagles because the agula was also the name of it's it's a very similar name to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, Connor's ship, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the Agula was, uh, yeah, yeah, duh. We knew the answer. Yeah, we, it was we knew there. it the
1: whole time. We was it was it was rattling around. Boom. We Had to
0: stop the can. <laughs> Sometimes when you fly by the seat of your pants, it just works.
1: Yeah, and then you you fall in the mud in those pants, <laughs> the, the very pants you were trying to return, <laughs> <laughs> which is. I think what this movie did um I, because again I, like it god it looked so good it had so much promise and you're thinking okay here's the movie that's finally going to break like the 5% approval rating for video game movies this is going to be the one that does it and uh, and it just doesn't it falls flat on its face
0: god did we hope and and the thing was we talked about a couple factors as to why it should have been Decent because Ubisoft mm-hmm. had a lot of creative control here. We quote unquote, we thought they did. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Michael Fassbender. He was actually a producer on this film and his, mm-hmm. his, uh, his film studio actually is what helped get this made. So it, I was really surprised by that because, you know, Fassbender is one of those guys who is, uh, I don't want to say spiritually attached to his roles, but you can just tell he, he there's an air about him. That's, it's mm-hmm. far more serious than, than most of actors. and, that's what really shocked me when i saw this film was that it seemed like somebody just kind of half-assed put this this plot together yeah and then they just filmed it with a Zack snyder instagram filter Mm -hmm. and
1: one thing that really really killed me uh with this movie is uh the apple of eden and they introduce it in the early part of the movie to say and it gives it gives the apple a lot of weight and if you've played the video games you know how powerful the objects are you can basically cause excruciating pain to anyone around you with it, or you can flat up control what they do using the apple. Um, and they'll have the person will do, they just bend to your will. And so the video game people know the weight of the apple of Eden and they kind of don't tell you what the apple can do in the movie. They just Mm -hmm. make it seem like it is a terror, an object of terrifying power. And so you're led to believe that the whole time. And then, um, two things happen with the apple one thing happens with Aguilar, um where he basically has the apple um he's cornered it starts glowing and everyone just kind of stops what they're doing and walks away Mm -hmm. and like okay well this could just be that they know what it does they're afraid of it and Aguilar isn't fully aware of what it can do he just knows he has to keep it out of like the hands of the templars so they saw that it was activating they're like you know fuck that time to skedaddle um and then, of course, when um, they realize where the apple is after like, going through Aguilar's memories, uh, they find it in the present time, in the present storyline. And this is where it's even worse, because you have this whole like gathering of people, and the main uh, villain has the apple in his hand, and he's wielding it like it's, you know, a, you know I don't know, a nuclear weapon. Like, it's got, it seems like it has a lot of weight to it. And all it ever fucking does is glow green. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. Like they never show it, do a damn thing in that movie. If they could have at least done like one thing where they like took um, um, like one of the people that they were like holding on to, to like go through their memories and they just killed one person, just even a small, like little preview, like, oh, okay. So this thing can just basically kill people by being around them. Okay. This is at least something like it can do more than that, but it's something But they never do that with it. All they do is like, oh, hey, it glows green.
0: Well, they do something very important with it that you haven't quite mentioned yet. Mm -hmm. And what they actually did with the Apple that they don't talk about uh, unless you've got like the director's cut commentary is that the Apple makes every character in the movie boring. (laughs) <laughs> yep that's it's secret it's on <laughs> they, the whole time they they never they never mention it <laughs> yeah just just like Stevo in a in a jackass movie right mm-hmm. it's just it's full intensity but boredom you know <laughs> i i that, that that was my biggest issue with with the assassin's creed movie because mm-hmm. you, you and i you and i spent you know almost 90 minutes dissecting you know why the the video game series mm-hmm. had been made so well and the yeah. characters were so strong. Mm-hmm. And the main character that, that Michael Fassbender plays in the modern day is named Callum Lynch, who mm-hmm. is, you know, he, he he's literally, uh, go, uh, going to prison for killing a pimp. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mm-hmm. guess it's, I mean, that's, that's a, that's as good as anything. Honestly, I, I guess, thought... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but, there, there's just not a whole lot that, that attaches you to this movie. I mm-hmm. mean, there, there's no character that's really all that relatable, but like there's nothing that's really that happens in this movie where you think I could see myself being in this person's shoes. Yeah, You know, it, I mean, they, they just took, you know, like NPCs, mm-hmm. you know, non-playable characters, and they made an entire <laughs> film about the ones that don't do anything mm-hmm. at all. Like there's there's a movie with Ryan Reynolds coming out about you know NPCs that looks really funny, oh. um, but this is an NPC who realizes he's living in a, a game. Oh, that's fantastic! So and mm-hmm. he wants to do more with his his chosen story, but mm-hmm. that's not that's not what happens here. No, like- no, no, no. This isn't like like Viva the Dirt League
1: uh, and their Epic NPC Man, which you have not watched. Those I will happily plug <laughs> that that web series. Their Epic NPC Man stuff is just phenomenally hilarious.
0: Yeah, not a sponsor, but we'll, we'll definitely see if they'll bring us on for a conversation.
1: I mean, if they if they even say like, hey, if you fly out to New Zealand, we'll, we'll feature you. You have to pay for it because we're not about that. I'm flying <laughs> to New Zealand to be in the video. I, I, I don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm in. Giddy bring me up. aboard.
0: I, I totally go uh, just because the fact I've always wanted to see Hobbiton and then hopefully accidentally run into the Flight of the Concords, but we can... <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest miscues Assassin's Creed, the movie made, was that they they made the creed sound like this this mysticism-based mm-hmm. thing. Like like they they because they didn't even really explain it that well. Like they mm. they talk they talk they call it the creed. They talk about the creed like several yeah. times. And I'm like, first off, guys, that's that's not what the creed is. Mm-mm. You know, the creed isn't some You know, every time they talk about the creed, I feel like there's incense burning and you can see the smoke around, you know, (laughs) it's like, no guys, the creed is really fucking simple. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's three things and that's it. And it's, it's been that way since the beginning. Like, yeah, it's just about maintaining the health of the brotherhood. Like there's nothing, nothing
1: mystic about it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's less complicated than pruning your garden. Okay. It's, (laughs) it's not that hard to figure out. And Mm -hmm. so, so when they fucked that up, I was just like, oh man. I, I, this, this is going to, this is just going to be a total suck fest. And it literally looked like a movie that was sponsored by the sharper image. Like, like the, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I mean, I mean now that that's one thing they actually did manage to get right was that Abstergo does feel like if the sharper image took a shit for like, you know, a, a square mile that's what Abstergo would look like, <laughs> and and it did. That's what that mm-hmm. compound that Callum Lynch is you know staying in. It it looks like what you see in the video games where Abstergo has these massive you know concrete, mm-hmm. uh emotionless facilities that they work in.
1: Yeah, it's very much like an Apple Store.
0: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. <laughs> Except the geniuses uh, don't move their eyebrows when they talk to you. And no, no, that's that's in the job description. They're not allowed to do that. Dude, it just it, the only thing that I thought uh the movie did even remotely well was when they took the animus from like a a fairly missionary idea mm-hmm. you know where you're just kind of laying down whether it's on a flatbed or, or, yeah. or you're 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 comfy in it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they made it into this fully immersive apparatus that you know mimics the movements of the memories. Mm-hmm. Like like okay. Like that was man, yeah ki- that's kind of cool to see that's a fun that's a fun little creative take on it. We'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. It, it it was fine. I mean, mm-hmm. vi- visually, it looked beautiful.
1: Yes. Um, mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I mean, outside of that, the the whole rest of the movie was just
1: it was it was clunky and yeah. I mean, we're not like Mortal Kombat Annihilation bed, oh, no. but we're getting there. <laughs> You're close. Like you are just mm, treading that water.
0: Yeah, that was that was the other thing I I had to wonder about because when Assassin's Creed or when I when I should say the the producers of the movie, when they picked uh Justin Kurzel to direct it, I was wondering who the fuck is Justin Kurzel? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, the only thing he had really been known for up to that point was like, a, I think either a stage version of Macbeth or a film version of Macbeth that he did. And like, I mean, that that was pretty much the only major thing he had done up to that point in time. Um And so, and I was like, Justin Kurzel, like, okay oh,
1: move okay
0: yeah yeah i mean it it just it became abundantly clear that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know something crushed under the weight of expectations here and part of that was the script you know part of that was the inability to really create any um anything meaningful between like you mentioned either mm-hmm. of the worlds that we're introduced to um I, I, and then the one thing that they they did have a pretty good grasp on though was just the action sequences with yeah, the assassins
1: those did look beautiful and we'll give them that
0: yeah well because you, you had real real stuntmen and women that mm-hmm. were jumping up and down real buildings you know mm-hmm. they they were actually scaling real walls and you know doing flips three or four stories up um the uh, the leap of faith that you see in the movie was one of the highest recorded you know, stunts. That was mm-hmm. a free fall. Ever is one of the highest ones. Wow. Um. So, so that was legit. Like that mm-hmm. was a legit leap of faith that the guy did. <laughs> and so. hmm And and like costumes looked beautiful
1: too. Like I give him that. Like the actual look of the assassins, the templars, and even the modern day stuff was so well done. And mm-hmm. it's also I have to point out so easy to fuck up the hood. Um, oh. For these characters, where it looks like it's just overly puffy and. Uh, it looks like a bad hoodie and like that's something they got completely right uh in this movie is the hoods looked like they kind of uh they were the right amount of fabric we had like a little bit of um um overhang in the front which is a uh, mm-hmm. kind of like a classic nod to like again like the eagle beak that was on um altair uh mm-hmm. and Ezio's um um hoods yeah so like that's there and that looks good and like everything looks like it fits uh when it comes to um prop work uh costume work and setting at least for the anime within the animus
0: yeah the period stuff looked Mm -hmm. looked really really solid i mean it it was really good now the only thing that i thought was really risky was the idea to or to have them speak like you know the natural language of the Mm -hmm. of the area i mean it's like like we talked about an earlier episode i'm a history buff i -hmm. don't care about reading the subtitles you know that that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, but once again, we're talking about the weight of the film. Mm-hmm. And and if people are coming into this and they're trying to get context out of things, I'm sorry. But if you're writing t- subtitles for people to get immersed into an experience here. I would just say screw it. Just mm-hmm. let's just do the standard historical thing where everyone's got a British accent, no matter what country <laughs> they come from. <laughs>
1: and, Especially the villains. <laughs> the villains will always be British.
0: Yes, and of course, <laughs> of course, if there's a scientist, they're German. And so, oh, of course. Yeah, mm. like, <laughs> I mean, I think that could have just been a, a really easy thing they could have mm-hmm. done to to kind of pull people into this. Like, let's let's keep the the past stuff you know, I wouldn't say formulaic, but let's let's make it easier to digest. Mm-hmm. And and so they totally uh, just went full tilt on that. And yeah. so what ends up happening, though, is like you mentioned, you don't really attach to either one of these very mm-hmm. much, you know. And and man, I felt really bad for some of the actors in this movie because like we talked about, Marianne Cotillard is, you know, she's been solid in almost every movie I've seen mm-hmm. her in. Um, for the exception of her her dying in the dark Knight rises that, that was probably one of the worst death scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you know, Jeremy Irons totally underused in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Gleeson, dude, I, I I fucking love the Gleeson family, you know, between uh, Brendan and his son, Dom Hall, um, who is in like the Harry Potter series. And, um, you know, he was uh, uh, in, in star Wars as well. The, the sequel trilogy is, uh, Oh, God, I'm going to forget his name. Uh, is it no- Knox or Mox? What the hell is his name? Mm-hmm. The I'm hell? not like, sure. I'm lost on it. It's fine. It, it'll come back mm-hmm. to me at like, you know, 3 a.m. when I'm I have no reason to, to think about <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they they had some pretty, pretty serious acting talent in this movie. And I I just I don't know what happened in the creative process with it. Like oh, General Hux. By the way, I knew it oh, was to be me. Oh, he was Hux. Gah. Yeah, he he was Hux. That's who Dom mm-hmm. Hall Gleason is, uh, Brendan Gleason's son. But mm-hmm. oh, and you know what? For those of us who have uh, been paying attention to Joe and I's meme page, which you probably never have heard of, <laughs> called uh, Conflict Free Memes. Mm-hmm. We actually posted a video of a guy who has to go to the bathroom while he's on a road trip with his friends. Oh yeah, and and they say just pee, just go in the bottle, mm-hmm. and you and you think he's gonna pee in the bottle, but he actually shits in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 Dom Hall Gleason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, fantastic!
1: Um, and but, that yeah, yeah. that performance was much more believable than anything we get out of this movie. Oh god, so much more.
0: So, I, it's just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't because. We we talked about the um you know the the Assassin's Creed lineage mm-hmm. short film that they made yeah and and that was made with a soundstage and uh, it was part of the uh, Ubisoft like in house studio that made that and the costumes were legit you know the the they literally used the same voice actors as the physical actors mm-hmm. and somebody clearly gave them good enough direction to say hey I want you to play a character that's alive. Can, <laughs> can you do that yeah, can, yeah. Have, you, have you done anything like that before because <laughs> because everybody in this movie felt like they had a lobotomy <laughs> i mean it, it just mm-hmm. it, was, it, it made absolutely no sense to me yeah and oh. clearly we're, we're not the only people that thought that either
1: oh no I mean, this uh this thing got tore apart <laughs> yeah <laughs> it did not do well at all
0: yeah, we're not going to adjust for inflation mm. on the box office for this because frankly it'd it, just be depressing. <laughs> well, for one, the, the, the money hasn't changed that much. Not but, not that much, no. Um, but you know, it was a box office of 240.7 million dollars against a budget of 125. So even if we just went with like your standard uh like Hollywood money math on mm-hmm. this, budget times two is usually what it like it needs to make because with marketing costs, it's about that much. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so even with the math, this movie was probably a write-off for somebody. Yeah. Um, cause, cause if know. you remember, yeah, I don't know
1: what that means, but the people <laughs> who are writing it off to you, yeah, the they're the ones do? writing it off.
0: Yeah, they know. And they write it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it just, it, it just felt so, so painful for me mm-hmm. because obviously you and I both were like, you know, telling people about it. We were excited about it. Yeah. The hopes were high. Um, Yeah. Do I, I took the wife with, we went to go see it and Mm -hmm. we're, we're walking out of the movie and she's like, they're there. They're there. (laughs) It'll be okay. (laughs) It'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be, we'll get you some ice cream on the way home. We'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, you're totally right. Like the, I think the, um, the rotten tomatoes was like 18% for this one. Mm -hmm um now to be fair though once again we we are going to give some compliments to this movie you know visually it did look pretty good Mm -hmm. um and we talked about some of these live action like uh stunt people that did a really great job yeah so it wasn't overly cgi
1: no no it it did there are lots of practical effects that were used in this movie and that was a always always a great choice
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the practical effects i mean it it, it made it feel like you were in it a bit more right but but yeah as far as the story and the plot goes man that's that's Mm -hmm. usually what ubisoft does not have a problem with getting right and so what the hell happened here you know
1: yeah um i'd like to say that it's it's catching up at nights but i've I have, for the most part, moved on from what they've done to this franchise <laughs> by, by <laughs> making this
0: movie. Um Yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's kind of the same effect we've mentioned a few times with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know, no, like Game of Thrones ended so poorly, no one's talking about it anymore. Yep. And Assassin's Creed, the movie, was so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's... I, I can't even remember the last time I saw like an, an image still for it or mm-hmm. um you know anything for it. And I subscribed to a bunch of like Assassin's Creed like fan channels and stuff and yeah you know I'm I'm always looking into this kind of shit and there's nothing there on it like no one cares. I mean the the can't like the, the there's going to be a sequel for it that Michael Fassbender was you know totally on board to make mm-hmm. which which at least his enthusiasm was pretty solid for it but yeah um. But yeah, the the financier for it, like, like New Regency, um, the one to do a franchise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they canceled the the additional films that were going to go along after this. So yeah, and what's it's just sad, because like,
1: you know, like we talk about that, this franchise is kind of laid out for the filmmakers, like it's got a lot of well established lore and a lot of places where you can go to. Um, yeah where they even, it was even, I don't know, it was nice. They actually added a new assassin um, to the group and it wasn't uh, taking an existing, uh, an existing favorite and just fleshing out a movie that could make you, I don't know, take a little bit away of what you enjoyed about the series. Um, and then again, like you said, like you gave you a great cast. It's like giving someone like the best possible, like sculpting clay or best possible material to sculpt And the person who's in charge of sculpting just has no flipping clue what to do with it. Um, And that person is just the writers and director, to be honest, Um, because again, like your actors um, and your story, that's your clay. And it was, that's a wonderful piece that you already have right there. And then like, they just didn't know how to work with it.
0: I'd like to use the analogy of using a desert Eagle 0.50 to open up a can of soda <laughs> <laughs> like, like, will it work? Mm-hmm. Yes, it yeah, will. Yeah, it'll get the job done. Yeah, it, it, technically, you will have opened that can of soda. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not exactly what you need to do here. No, okay?
1: it's it's like the old saying goes: <laughs> "You brought a bazooka to a knife fight." <laughs> well, and...
0: <laughs> and and that's what that and that's what they tilted way too hard into mm-hmm. was making this be like an artsy looking film. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they tried to make it look way too dark. And it's like this is the first movie for this property that people are seeing widespread. Like, yeah, that's not the thing mm-hmm. that you need to do. What you need to do is make a film that is fairly easy to consume. You know, think like uh, like a national treasure, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you pull people in with you know with characters that are somewhat relatable, fun to kind of get behind. And I'm sorry, but some guy who's on death row for killing a pimp.
1: I don't really don't care about
0: <laughs> like no that guy can die that's
1: fine <laughs> like he um, killed he killed somebody I don't give a shit like come yeah on. no and I I don't know if it was like the idea of like Desmond was relatable um because he was just to his analogy was just a dude like yeah his childhood childhood seemed a little weird growing up in the organization that his family kept moving from spot to spot and it looked like he was a part of a cult he hated it he got out of there and then you know he was he was a bartender I think in New York City or L A or like a a, a larger city. And then he gets hunted down and kidnapped and he's plucked from obscurity. And that was kind of what was relatable about Desmond Miles is like, yeah, he just seemed like he was a normal dude who got pulled out of it. And while there is that sense of like he could disappear because if he was taken, no one would notice or care, except for, you know, his bartending job and that turnover rates high enough where they're not worried about it. They'll be a new bartender. No big deal. Um, So I guess, I don't know if that was like the tone they're going for like, Hey, this guy's on death row. No one's going to care if he goes missing or seems to die earlier than he should. But it's like, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, we don't like him. He killed someone,
0: and that's bad. And really, it just wasn't enough for you to really attach to. Like we said a couple mm-hmm. times here, like it, like you, you just see someone who's already kind of in a situation that's not very relatable. Mm-hmm. Then you have Abstergo kidnap him and you know basically cover up his death quote-unquote not real death and and even then as they're doing the experiments with them like you find out that his dad is in the same facility mm-hmm. uh there's like literally no relationship between the two of them no. you know um and so it's just it's just almost every single element of the movie outside mm-hmm. of those action sequences gives you really nothing to invest in yeah um and and unfortunately the only Real moment outside of the uh, stunt work was at the very end when they show you the additional assassins that um, that could be explored later on. Like they they show you the like the holographic uh, memories and everything of all the other assassins that are tied to his bloodline, mm-hmm. and you do see Arno Dorian from Assassin's Creed Unity. He's hanging out, and they kind of show him in that that whole uh, sequence, but. Other than that, I mean, I, I guess the, the biggest disappointment for me was that in the Spanish Inquisition, you know, we're still in Europe and it's like the Brotherhood's only three people. Yeah. I mean, I, I never got that aspect of some of these Assassin's Creed games and, and, you know, even in the movie here. It's like, I always thought the Assassins would have a few more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I, just, <laughs> I, I just figured, I just figured, okay. I mean, you would think there'd be at least a few more of them out there, but I don't know. No, it's a very exclusive organization.
1: Um, <laughs> so they don't—they yeah. don't have a lot of people. They don't let a lot of people in. They don't want a lot of people in, and that's where they are.
0: Well, either way, there's a reason why we didn't talk a moment about this during the main episode, everybody, and it's because for one, it just didn't fit with within the games and discussing those, but Mm -hmm. for two, we just didn't want to bitch at you for a whole 90 minutes about, about the movie. No, that's too much. (laughs) So. Mm -hmm.
1: yep, No. Um, and I think I'll probably get this a little wrong here, but I just remember, um, in Desmond's last message, like it's, this is another thing that was so well done in the series was the writing uh, when you're with the characters you attach to um, before the end of Assassin's Creed three, he basically leaves a message uh, for his father before they go to do the last thing, in the temple. And I think you, you get to hear it in black flag. Um, his last message is that for his dad. Yeah. Yep. You and yep. Um, his last word is something along the line of, of, uh, when you tell my story, uh was it was I think it was like it was an Orson Welles quote that um every story has a good ending depending on like where you where choose you to end, end the story. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you choose to end it. Yeah so he's like when you tell my story, just tell them that I lost my way just in time to find it again and save the world, and just end it right there. And yeah. we get to this this movie and we're going to think of like cinematically assassins creed they probably should have just told the story in the trailer of a man who tried finding the apple of eden and it looked really cool and just just stop right there end it right there because <laughs> we we honestly didn't need the movie after that
0: at this point joe i don't even think we even needed the movie <laughs> no uh, just like we we don't need a sequel to it, I
1: think I think it's fine being done. We don't have to touch it again. Unlike dread two. God, do we need
0: oh, dread two? God, we're gonna get our hands all over dread two.
1: That's a full episode though. We'll save that for later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll get you, we'll get you plenty of more dread content later on, but either way, if you're if you're thinking of watching the Assassin's Creed movie, this is one of those rare scenarios where I'm gonna tell you. You're probably better off watching something else.
1: Yeah, hard pass on this one. Hard pass.